Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Here we are. (laughs) This is too funny. Why do you keep lying about colleges? These classes are electives, and typically they're titled properly as to what the class is about. Much like Old and New Testament classes I picked while in college. No one is forcing these topics on anyone in college. But you know that as you went to college and every Republican you'd support did as well. This is absolutely not true. We're not talking about these classes. We're talking about a culture that has been cultivated. Have you, are you paying attention at all? This is not something that is confined to one classroom. These are company policies now. Do you understand that? These are company policies, government policies, related to discrimination and harassment, making somebody uncomfortable. If it were just about some classroom, some obscure classroom at some obscure university, nobody would care. But the problem is, these ideas are getting traction. That's my concern. We move on to talk about what's happening at our border, which we're all aware of. We have a president who is not enforcing immigration law. That's pretty apparent. Open borders. That's what we get from the Democrat Party. And frankly, there are a lot of Republicans who believe in the same thing. Shame on them. And I think one of the interesting things to watch is the assumption by Democrats that automatically Hispanics are with them. Automatically. They are going to embrace their ideas and their policies. And when they run for office, they can be depended on for votes. Not so, according to Senator Ted Cruz, who's suggesting that some of these open border policies are backfiring. And what's really funny, it's kind of poetic justice that in some cases, it's Hispanics, Republican Hispanics who are winning. Listen to this comment from Senator Ted Cruz speaking to this issue. 
Well, I think it is a very craven political decision that they look at every illegal immigrant and they see a potential future Democrat voter. And I think many of them hope a potential illegal voter who, who votes and helps them win the election. I'll tell you one place it's backfiring horribly is in South Texas. I'll make a prediction here that I've made before. I think in November, South Texas is going to turn red. And, and that is historic. You know, we just saw Myra Flores elected from a district that runs from just south of San Antonio all the way down to Brownsville, to the southern tip of Texas. It's a district that hasn't been represented by a Republican since 1871. And Myra Flores, a Republican, an Hispanic woman, is now the sit sitting member of Congress. And I got to tell you, there are two other seats. I think we, we're going to come out of November with at least two and maybe three new members of Congress from South Texas, all Republicans, all Hispanic women. I'm supporting all three of them. And it's because Nobody who sees the chaos, the suffering that is being caused by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you can't defend it, and yet they refuse to change. It's not defensible at all. And they refuse to change. Why should they change? They're getting what they want. This is exactly the agenda that Joe Biden believes in. This is the agenda that he has sold himself out to, his soul to. So I hope what he says is correct. But I do have to warn you with this next story about what is happening with congressional races. One of the, the things I've always urged you to be careful about is assumptions. You know, when it comes to politics, a few months is like an eternity. It really is. We're in July right now. And elections, what, four months away? Four months. A lot can change in four months. And I know there have been a lot of predictions about a route. You know, looking back in history, typically the party that's in power in the White House loses seats in Congress. But I've warned you, do not assume anything. Case in point. Here we have a president mired in the 30s with his approval rating. Nearly 80% of voters saying the country's headed in the wrong direction. This looks to be a perfect storm for Republicans to be able to sweep in November. But according to a New York Times Siena College study, this is a survey that indicates the race for control of Congress is actually close. Overall, among registered voters, 41% said they prefer Democrats to control Congress. 40% for Republicans. That's tight. Among likely voters, Republicans led by one percentage point, 44 to 43. The results suggest the wave of mass shootings in the recent Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade have at least temporarily insulated the Democrats from an otherwise hostile national political environment while energizing the party's predominantly liberal activist base. This is something to consider. Now, one of the things that we can certainly hope between now and November, the freshness of what has happened with Roe versus Wade may wear off. You know, time will tell whether more people, more Democrats will actually make sure they show up. But the confluence of economic problems, resurgent cultural issues, 
has helped to turn the emerging class divide in the Democratic coalition into a chasm. Republicans are making new inroads among non-white and working class voters. I think this is hilarious because this is the thing that constantly Democrats are telling us. You know, that the Republican Party is for rich white people. That's really what they want you to believe. But the Republican Party is making inroads, especially Hispanic voters, who remain more concerned about the economy and inflation than abortion rights and guns. Is this not going to come down to, like it does any other time, the economy? For the first time in a time Siena National Survey, Democrats had a larger share of support among white college graduates than among non-white voters, a striking indication of the shifting balance of political energy in the Democratic coalition. As recently as 2016, Democrats won more than 70% of non-white voters while losing among white college graduates. Now the question is, is the campaign going to continue to focus on abortion, gun control, long enough for Democrats to avoid a long-expected midterm route? If it does, a close national vote would probably translate to a close race for control of Congress. Right now, it shows nobody has a clear advantage. What do you expect to happen here? Will we see a shift in favor of Republicans in November. Coming up, we'll talk about an absolutely stupid comment from the First Lady. Are you surprised? I'm not at all. Stupid is as stupid does. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Let's see here. This texter is saying, you know, I already know how this ends. Democrats win everything. They know how to cheat. And we do nothing to stop them. Then people like you. (laughs) People like you. Uh, Where's the rest of this message? It disappeared. Oh, well. This person is predicting that uh, Democrats will uh, ultimately 
prevail and do so by cheating. We shall see, ladies and gentlemen. So, in all of the talk about the right things to say, the things we're not supposed to say, you know, this this just gets more amusing every day, doesn't it? And it's especially amusing when the people who are on the side of those promoting all this nonsense, they kind of step in it. Case in point, First Lady Jill Biden. She had to apologize. She's responded to backlash after saying Texas Latinos are as unique as, are you ready for this? Breakfast tacos. You know, I was trying to think of a good comparison. You know, before the Hispanic thing was a thing. It would be like saying, you know, black folks are just as unique as fried chicken. (laughs) Or watermelons. I I mean, this is the kind of thing that the most moronic teenager knows not to say. How in the world do you say this at a speech? This was a speech in San Antonio to the nation's largest Hispanic civil rights and advocacy organization. I mean, how do you say something so dumb? The First Lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino community. Just shut up. Just shut up and go away. Do us a favor. Would you go get that old man in the White House? And take him home to Delaware with you? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And also interesting, these comments were made a day before President Joe Biden had a meeting with Mexican presidents Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador at the White House. And amid record migration in this hemisphere and high inflation in both countries. Yesterday, Joe Biden toured the Library of Congress with Mexico's First Lady. They took video and photos of what they saw, including a display of mostly Mexican artifacts, books, and art. Isn't that just wonderful? Just so plastic. I mean, my goodness. Any, anything more need to be said to this? I just don't think so. Uh, More trouble in paradise for the Bidens, for the Democrat Party. I was quite amused by this story. This is, um, you know, this kind of reminds me years ago. I'm really dating myself with this. There was a cute show that was on when I was a kid. It was about a German shepherd. I think it was a German shepherd stray or runaway or something. It was called Run Joe Run. And I think part of the theme of this show is that the dog would always end up uh, helping somebody, but in the process, people would try to take the dog, and, you know, that was the theme. Run, Joe, run. Well, we got something different going on now. A left-wing group, according to the Business Insider, a left-wing group is launching a national campaign. Do you want to know what it's called? Hashtag, don't run, Joe. I'm serious. 
This isn't some right-wing conservative thing, folks. In fact, these folks say Biden is going to have a fight on his hands if he runs again. The progressive group RootsAction.org launching a national Don't Run Joe campaign to dump Joe Biden. They're saying if he runs in 2024, he's going to have a fight on his hands. They're going to launch digital ads in early nominating states after midterm elections. Now, these folks are supporters of Senator Bernie Sanders. They're the ones behind this. They're planning to spend six figures on the campaign. Six figures, a lot of money. And they claim to have a lot of people, 1.3 million members. And I love the way they've characterized Joe Biden. Biden has unfortunately been neither bold nor inspiring. (laughs) Yeah, what was your first clue? Wasn't that during the campaign either. What gave you the impression you were going to get anything different? You know, this is crazy. It really is crazy. But I think it's funny. Absolutely hilarious. Want to hear more about this? <laughs> His prospects for winning re-election appear to be bleak, according to the statement. With so much at stake, making him the Democrat Party's standard bearer in 2024 would be a tragic mistake. Democrats eyed as potential 2024 contenders told CNN they're backing Biden, who said he intends to run in 2024 if he's in good health. But a recent New York Times-Siena College poll we mentioned to you found nearly two-thirds of Democrats do not want Biden to be their party's presidential nominee in 2024. They don't want him. By the way, Roots Action supported Biden in the 2020 general election. But their statement on the Don't Run Joe website says Biden has no automatic right to renomination. Joe Biden should not seek it. If he does... He will have a fight on his hands. In an FAQ, the group says they're objecting to Biden because of his job performance. We see Biden as a logjam that has to be cleared away if Democrats are to look forward to election victories and the enactment of big, broadly popular policies that could lead to even more election victories. Our immediate goal within the Democrat Party is to dump Biden. Much as the anti-Vietnam War forces among Democrats set out to dump Johnson in 67, which led anti-war candidates Eugene McCarthy and Robert Kennedy to enter the race. This is a group that was founded 11 years ago by progressive advocates and journalists Norman Solomon and Jeff Cohen, longtime supporters of Bernie Sanders. So, I'm sure you find this just... As entertaining as I do. Don't run Joe. (laughs) I, you know, you can always make this run Joe run to Delaware. But I think it's a stretch to even get this man to walk well. He'll probably trip and fall. I'm sorry, I did say that. That was kind of bad, wasn't it? But come on. Joe Biden, please take your husband home. Please. For the nation's sake, stay with us.
Final stretch of the broadcast on this Wednesday. You know, one of the things I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, self-scan checkouts. I love this. I've loved this for years. I like to get in and get out when it comes to going to the stores. I'm not interested in standing in anybody's line. In fact, I, I one time got in the case of one manager. I mean, they had a line of like 10 people. This was like 6.30, 7 in the morning. Oh, we don't open self-checkout until 7 o'clock. I said, why don't you open that first? You can have one person. One person man all of those checkouts rather than just have one checkout open. Anyway, I will get off my soapbox. I noticed something interesting when I went into a certain grocery store that will remain nameless. They have installed some new cameras above every single one of these self-scan stations. Now, I would not have thought much about it if I did not prepare this next segment for you. It's an attorney who has a warning about using self-checkouts. I was quite surprised when I came across this story. Here's the deal. This lawyer, her name is Carrie Jernigan, and she's warning that you should probably avoid self-serve checkouts. It could end up costing you thousands of dollars. What are we talking about? We're talking about getting sued. She said, as a criminal defense attorney, I advise most people to steer clear of self-checkout. Now, she described three groups of people charged with shoplifting. The first group, those are the people who go in to steal. These are sophisticated thieves. Okay? Then you've got the second category, theft by mistake group. These are the people who may have just forgotten to scan an item. Now, here's where this gets very messy. Now, with these cameras... They were able to monitor. See, it's one thing for them to catch you at the store and say, okay, you didn't pay for this, and immediately deal with you. This is the part that just blew my mind. How about catching you after the fact through some sort of video audit and coming after you for prosecution? Here's Carrie Jernigan. The third group of people getting charged, I will just call the truly innocent. And most of these are not getting charged day of. It is something that say asset protection is doing a quality control check or inventory weeks, days, months later comes up short. So they will begin watching hours of video to see the last person who checked out with the Mario Lego set because they're too short or an Xbox game. And for some reason, they pinpoint that they think you did it. And because of who these big box stores are, they usually have to present very little evidence to get an affidavit for warrant signed. The charges that could land you up to a year in jail get filed, and then you are fighting for your life trying to determine what day you were at Walmart, what all you bought. You have to spend thousands of dollars hiring a lawyer, and we have to go through grainy video footage to try to determine what all you bought that day. Was that great value mayonnaise, or was that Hellman's mayonnaise to determine if the price is correct or incorrect? And you are then having to prove your innocence. And let's just hope you didn't pay cash that day because that's even harder to show what you paid versus what they are claiming got paid or did not get paid for. Now, a lot of times the people in this category, once their attorney can show proof to the prosecutor that nothing was stolen, the charges get dismissed. But at that point, so much damage has already been done. I'm a- can you imagine this? 
they come, you know, a few months later and say, you know what, we um, think you stole something and we're going to prosecute you. Well, maybe, you know, they don't tell you that. You find out when maybe a police officer shows up at your door. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But this is a warning. A warning. I want to make sure I get this name. Is this Misha or or is this Michael? I can't tell. Michael, I'm sorry. Uh, You got about a minute, uh, less than a minute. All right. Love your show, Vince. I just wanted to make a comment where it comes to the uh, self-checkout that you were speaking of earlier. Um, I can understand being in a hurry and everything, but to me, that's just a job killer. Yeah, so how – here's my response to that, Michael. How is me not using this going to preserve jobs? They're going to do this anyway, aren't they? Uh, yeah, most likely, but I mean, to, to me, I would rather them hire a human being in order to run an extra register than and, have and, to, uh, and let me just tell that. you, and, I'm and, willing to be inconvenienced myself okay, in order I, to go through that checkout process. I understand that, Michael, but I also have to add, I do appreciate your call, by the way, by the people I continue to see working in customer service who don't give a crap whether they serve you or not. Uh, I'd rather deal with a machine than a person. I mean, increasingly, this is what I'm thinking. Had an experience like that this morning. Um, I will not go into it to protect the guilty store. Billy, uh, you got about uh, 30 seconds here. Take it away quick. Yeah, Yeah, I think they would have to prove intent. You have to have intent to deprive permanently. So they would have to show that, yeah, your intent was to steal that item. Unless just taking it is assumed intent i'm not sure exactly what the law is but i think they would have a hard time doing that and and they may have a difficult time but they can drag you through a legal process in the meantime can't they billy that's exactly right and that's the cost it's one thing you get convicted big deal you got to spend time dealing with it which is a pain in the ass oh my gosh this is awful stuff billy uh yeah this blew my mind i hope this educated you like it did me uh be extra careful make sure you scan everything you know Maybe what you can do is just hold everything in front of the camera before you scan it. (laughs) Item number one, item number two, item number three. Stay with us. We are back for the final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. We have, let's see, a total of nine questions. Let's see. We go all the way back to 1568. 1568. And it relates to something you would know as a guy. I don't know if I... Uh Uh-oh, I have profiled you, haven't I? (laughs) Don't assume my gender, Vince. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) The dean of St. Paul's Cathedral developed a way to bottle this adult beverage. What is it? Oh, 1568, you said? Yes. Is it water? (laughs) Oh, no. no. Adult beverage? Oh, alcohol? Yes, alcohol. What would that adult beverage be? Vodka? Bernie. (laughs) 
Oh no, you're way <laughs> off the track. It's so beer. It's so basic. Oh, Are you Vince. a beer drinker? I am. Are you yeah. a beer drinker? I should know this. I can't. I can't believe you didn't get that I one. Know this. Take a man card from me, Vince. Yeah, I'm afraid <laughs> we'll have to pull that thing away from you. 1926. This particular brand is trademarked by the Taggart Baking Company. What did they bake? It was something, um, uh, I'll just tell you, it's bread. Do you know the brand? Mm. Would it be Trademarked one? by the... Wonder Go bread? ahead. I think you... Wonder Bread is correct. All right. 1926 is the year, so they were almost 100 years old. Mm. Pretty amazing. Yeah. 1930... France beats Mexico 4-1 to one to win the first championship title of this type. The score tells you a lot. What was it? What was this? Was it the World Cup? The World Cup. You are correct. Right. You're now two for three. And you better know this one. Being in North Carolina, the first dessert of this type sold in the old Salem area of Winston-Salem. Oh, man, man. This is what people are absolutely crazy about. Oh. Mm. And I'm sure you go crazy about them, too. No um, You're, You have all <laughs> kinds of people yelling at you right now. I know now I do. Because uh, it's based Coco, right here in North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts. No, Vince. Vince, I love Krispy Kreme. Bernie. So I'm so sorry. What am I going to do with you? I'm so sorry to the fine people I... of Greenville and WRD listeners. <laughs> I just want to apologize. <laughs> I just want to apologize to the fine people in Greenville. <laughs> it's okay. This very famous singer recorded his very first song with the Harry James Band from the bottom of my heart. Do you need any more hints? Yes, I do. You do. This musician has blue eyes. In fact, I think he's known as Old Blue Eyes. Oh, Vince, you got some tough ones today, man. I, I'm I'm stumped. What you got for me? What am I What am I gonna do with you? Oh, I how about Frank Sinatra? Oh, this might Frank be one of the Sinatra. worst days in history I've had in a while. <laughs> this it's is pretty okay. rough. <laughs> it's okay. Let's see if you can redeem it from 1960. This guy was nominated by the Democrats for the presidency, and he went on to become president. Do you need another hint? 1960. Is it JFK? That's a big one. It's JFK. Of course okay. it is. Okay. 1977. This city was hit with a massive power outage. Massive power outage. 1977 is when it happened. Just think of the city you would not want to be in with a power outage. The worst place. New York. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> New York City. 1985, this is actually before you, but we've had this question before in a different form. Two billion people in 100 countries watched this show as they raised one $280 million for famine aid. And I gave you one of the words in this. Um, it's aid. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's it. What is it? Um, which one is it, though? The... Oh, Vince. I'm stumped on this one. It's too. okay. What you got? It's Live Aid. Live Aid. Live okay. Aid. As opposed to Gatorade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, <psh. laughs> All right, last but not least, 
This is a hashtag, which is uh, ironically not one of my favorites. Uh, your host has made it very clear that he's not going to use this because he believes it is a brand. And the people who run this are making uh, millions of dollars out of this brand. It was first used in 2013. What is the hashtag? hashtag. What are the words? Yes, Do you know, know what? I'm a millennial. You should know this. Every time there's a police-involved uh, shooting. Oh, Black Every Lives time. Matter. There you go. Hashtag I Black thought surely, surely you would get that one. Got and that. you did. Awesome. So I'm proud of you. Thanks, Vince. Very impressive. I, you know, I was going to do a, one final story, but I decided, you know, I think we'll save this for tomorrow because I want to send you a picture to talk about this. But okay. uh, <laughs> quick, funny experience that happened. Uh, I, I should tell our Charlotte listeners about this, too. This was really funny. Coming back Sunday night from Nashville. Uh, our, fl our flight was late, maybe an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. And um, I heard the pilot, the captain, was making it very clear, we need to get out of here. Everybody was on the plane. We're just waiting for all the paperwork and everything. He's like, we got to go. Basically said, listen, if, you, uh, if we don't hit the runway by 10 minutes to 9, uh, there's no telling when, the, when they're going to release us to leave. This was the fastest trip to the runway I've ever experienced in my life. It was kind of cool to uh, not uh, go at a snail's pace out to the runway and take 20 minutes like it happened in Charlotte. We got out there in like five minutes. Uh, 8.50 was his cutoff. 8.51, we were in the air. That was so fun. It was a cool experience. Just thought I would share that. I'm an aviation geek. That's all the time we have. Thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 